Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. To get you the sports and win any game. It's Mike Francis on. All right, we come to you on this uh, Tuesday evening uh, on the last day of March. Brought to you by Casamigos Tequila, as always. Brought to you by those who drink it. Be with you until 6.30 on the fan on Radio.com. As we uh, say goodbye, we'll march that none of us will forget and look into an April that is going to look a lot like March. It really is. Uh, and listen, let's be honest. All right, we have to fight some boredom. All right, it's a little, it's different than we've ever faced. But let, let's be honest; they're not asking us to do any heavy lifting. They're, you know, they're asking us to stay home. They let us go to the grocery store. The thing we have to do is figure out how to amuse ourselves when we're not working. You know, we get to do some broadcasting every day. Yeah, I understand we all miss sports, but you know what? It can be a whole lot worse. And our biggest job is to make sure we don't get sick. That, that's really the biggest thing we have to do right now is just make sure we don't add to, the, uh, to society's problems, to our cities or our community's problems by getting sick and becoming another person for them to have to take care of. That's our main, for most of us, that's our main objective right now. And I just saw, while I was waiting to come on at the top of the hour, I just saw Fauci speak, the president speaking, Pence is speaking right now. Listen, I think Pence has worked very hard on this. I think he's very orderly. He just wish he would stop, stop trying to kiss the president's rear end all the time and just let that go because nobody wants to hear that right now. Just let it go, Okay. And stop with how, you know, he got it from the beginning. We all know he had a bad start to this thing. We all know that, okay? It's not a secret. It's not going to fix it. Fix it now. Now, some of the stuff that you wanted three weeks ago is starting to happen, which is a positive because better late than never works. FEMA's involved. The National Guard's involved. That should have been happened three weeks ago. This, this logistics agency of 26,000 people in Virginia, which has offices on, in Garden City and in and, and metropolitan area, should have been involved. This is what they do. Should have been involved from the first day. 
And Fonsi just said, and he obviously is the, is the guy on this and knows more about it than all of us put together, but he also said what we all need to do is continue to stay home, continue to make sure we uh, stop the spread, but he said also fight this with all the intensity and force that we can. That's what I've been screaming about for two weeks. That's what we need our country to do. Fight this with all the intensity and force that we possibly can. Throw everything we have at this thing. And then let the chips fall where they may, but we haven't done that. We know we've been behind on the testing. Even Fossey admitted we've been behind on the testing. We've tested one million tests now, is the number they give us. It's not nearly enough. I understand getting people in this country where freedom is an enormous part of who we are. We're 50 states, but the states don't matter. People travel freely within, you know, from state to state all the time in every mode of transportation. So shutting down this country is almost impossible. I understand that. We've done a better job in that. And where I live, I am stunned how well we've done shutting down where you don't see people out. You see them walking. You might see them at the grocery store, but you don't see them taking advantage. You did see that in New Orleans, and they're paying, they're paying mightily for what they did at Mardi Gras. You saw that on the beach in Florida, and they're paying mightily for that now. I told you, the first couple of days where New York was already a hot spot, and I told you that a couple of weeks ago somebody had told me in law enforcement that Queens was going to be a hot spot. He said, my understanding is Queens is going to be just unbelievable, which was completely right. So I called the doctors that I know, and I said, Doc, you think we should be here or be in Palm Beach where we have a house? I said, there's no cases there. None. And he said, stay here. I said, really? He said, stay here. One of the biggest reasons why is because obviously I have a lot of doctor friends here, and if I ever needed them, God forbid, you know, they would be there for me. But the biggest reason, and some hospitals that I have been involved with from for years, but he said Florida will catch up. You watch. He was right. Now nothing is on the level of New York yet, but Florida is catching up, and Miami is catching up enormously. And there are more cases in Palm Beach where I have a home than there are where I live right now in Nassau County. There are more cases there than there are here. Now, in New York and New York City and Queens, there are an incredible amount of cases. But not every town on Long Island has had a ton of cases. There are some pockets, but Nassau's had a lot. Suffolk's had a lot. Rockland's had a lot. Westchester's had a lot. Bergen County's had a tremendous amount. And obviously... The five boroughs, especially Queens and Manhattan, have had a tremendous amount. And a hard squat to every one of those people. And let me say to the, uh, the cops and the firemen who we always recognize and who always deserve to be recognized, they continue to do the job. And, and the, EM, you know, the EMS workers and everybody else, and listen, they all do a great job. But this time, 
to the doctors and the nurses who we don't talk about very much, especially the nurses. Doctors get a lot of credit. They get paid well. The doctors, they, you know, they, they do great work. They do God's work, but they're, they're taking care of. The nurses do an incredible amount of work and aren't recognized. And I've asked to double shift and do all this stuff and stay away from their families and everything else and be on their feet for 14 or 16 hours a day. And so God bless all of them. And, and thank you for all that they do. So to recognize the nurses in these hospitals who do an incredible job. And who have put themselves in harm's way here and who are obviously, you know, doing an incredible amount of work. And you know what? We're going to get through this. I have no doubt. I'm an optimistic person. I know we're going to get through this. Is there going to be a lot of economic pain? Yes. I can, you know, we all know that. There's going to be a lot of economic pain. Government's going to have to chip in. All of us are going to have to chip in. And there are still some bad days ahead, and these next couple of weeks are going to get scary, and we're going to lose way too many people. Way too many people. We're losing way too many people now. So you hope you wake up tomorrow and something changes. Like some of these medicines that they are combining that are already been used for other things on humans, uh, that they, one of them rings the bell. And if they have a vaccine, as some people, you know, you always hear these rumors, so you don't know what's true, okay? And and if you have any friends in the business world, you always hear these rumors. Oh, this this company's got this drug. It's already there. It's already there. They just got, you know, they, they're going to have to get approved, but it's already there. They've already got it. You hear, the, you hear that all the time. Who knows if it's true or not? You pray it's true. But even if it is, it's it's a ways off. It's It, it would be a year before it would ever be ever be able to help a human being not the case of not the case of the drugs that have been used for other things be it the z-pack or the uh arthritic medicine or even the malaria medicine who there's already a couple of doctors a couple of very acknowledged genius doctors who have been brilliant in their careers have already said doesn't work that doesn't mean not everyone agrees. There's been a little bit of debate on that. That's why you get information that goes both ways. But a couple of them have already said, hey, the clinical studies were not good. But that's only one of what is something like 70 different drugs they're looking at. So hopefully there's something in that area that works. We pull a rabbit out of a hat. I mean, that would be great. But otherwise, what we have to do is throw every ounce of our toughness and resources and ingenuity and manpower and just everything we have at this thing. If we do that, then none of us can complain. If we do that, then everybody's done their job. Then we let the chips fall where they may. But I just don't think we've done that yet. And until we do that, I just think it's very hard for us to sit here and watch these people die in our neighborhood and in our backyards. Hopefully, 
Hopefully. We're going to wake up in one of these days. The numbers are going to have gone down. They're going to dwindle. And we're going to say, wait a second. You mean that's it? That's it last night? And it won't be another 3,000 people or 1,500 people or, you know, another 1,000 dead or another, you know, 30,000 with the virus. I mean, hopefully one of these days we're going to wake up there, but it hasn't happened yet. And you don't get the idea, according to what they say, that it's going to happen in the next 10 days or two weeks. Who knows? Maybe we catch a miracle. Who knows? Nothing wrong with rooting for one. Hey, you prepare for the worst and you hope for the best. That's always the, that's the, always the way to attack these things. It's the only way that makes sense. You got to prepare for the worst. That's what the governor does every day and hope for the best. If you want, we'll squeeze a couple of calls in before we say goodbye tonight. So if you want... All right, we're back. Now, Why Hunger's Rapid Response Fund provides immediate support to those most impacted uh, during the crisis. So go visit whyhunger.org backslash rapid response to donate or if you need help. So if you're there, they're there for you. So uh, you just go there, go to their site, whyhunger.org backslash rapid response and you can donate if you want to donate or if you're in need of food or where to find food they'll help you out and get you what you need WFN is helping you stay connected they remind you to stay home if you're sick if you're not feeling well stay as home as much as possible practice the distancing and if you need help you know where to go and then go to your doctor first then uh, the last resort to the hospital. You know, listen, if you can't breathe, if you have tightness in your chest, if you feel stuff that you've never felt before, even when you've had the flu in the past, well, then you know what to do. You know to get the help that you need and realize this thing does, uh, without any question, attack your, uh, your lungs and your ability to breathe more than anything else. I mean, that's part of it. Uh, I've known people who've gotten it already who have had it rather mildly and have gotten over it. I mean, they were sick for a couple of days. I know someone who had it, tested positive, and was, they said, the sickest they've ever been. Didn't go to the hospital. Had a fever for like eight days. Lost like 20-something pounds. Couldn't eat. And then slowly started to get better. And I know a couple of people who actually... Uh, had to go to the hospital and needed oxygen. They reached that stage. So uh, I've seen it hit people, and, and that's basically it. I mean, if you get it, you're going to pretty much have an 80% chance where you're just going to get what you'd call commonly sick, where you'd get uh, maybe a fever and some chills and, you know, the stuff you'd get if it's normal flow. And then there's that other 20% where, it lingers and it affects your breathing, and that's the ones where, that's the place where it gets very dangerous. Where you got to watch it because we first thought, or they, or it was first thought that it was only going to attack people who were either elderly or people who had existing conditions. Where you had diabetes, you had emphysema, you smoked, you had a bad heart, or you had something wrong with your immune system. But that's not true. We've seen very healthy people, people who took very good care of themselves, people who were in a very, very good way physically be really stricken with this. Uh, So it has hit a lot 
uh, uh, more people have crossed all different ages than people thought. It really has. Uh, so be safe. Stay home. Best thing you can do right now, you just uh, for an everyday person who's not working right now in your home and you're not someone who is a essential worker who has a job that you know is part of taking care of the basic needs that everyone needs of the population if you're not involved in that way the best thing you can do is stay home and not become another person that the hospital system needs to take care of and keep yourself safe keep your family safe and that's so far most of us so knock on wood about that uh, let me get a couple of calls in before we say goodbye. Pete and Woodbury, what's up, Pete? It's off to you, buddy. Uh, what's happening? What's happening? Thank you. What's happening? Uh, he's done a great job with all this. I think you've been very fair with the governor. Uh, I, too, uh, am in the middle, and I think he's done a great job. I think your coverage of him has been spot on. I totally agree. Um, I, I, I want to ask you one quick question, but sure, you know, man. the other day you guys were on CBS, whatever. I got a little confused. I called CBS. It was the end of your show. I guess you had that guy Damon Amendolara and after, and uh, and just give me a second to uh, go on after this. But you know, I uh, you had like twenty minutes left. You put me on. You didn't get to me because the show didn't it ran its course. No problem. So I told the producer. I said, you know, I was waiting for Mike. But uh, I'd love to talk to the host about the same thing, the Jets, blah, blah, blah. They said, you were waiting for Francesca? I said, yeah. He goes, well, that, that's, if you're not waiting for our host, that hangs up on me. Nice guy, huh? Well, they listen, they, listen uh, 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 thanks for the call, Peter. I don't know I who don't did know that. More. Well, go ahead, but don't listen. Uh, I don't know where Pete went. I didn't disconnect him. But, hey, you know what? Who knows what happened? Don't worry about that. Um, they should have taken your call, but again, these are crazy times. They might have been changing studios. Uh, I'm not sure what they're doing with each show. Some of the shows are on this past weekend are on the CBS Sports Radio. They're also on the fans. Some aren't on both. So it might have been one that was changing. It might have only been on one versus the other. They might have been using a different phone bank. They might have been using a different... Uh, studio, so it might not have been personal. John and Bay Shaw, what's up, John? Hey, Mike. Uh, I hope that's the worst of the guys' uh, problems that you yes. called. So. Yes, that's yeah, a, uh, yeah, especially so, these days, know, yes. Absolutely. And uh, best to you and your family as well. Thank you, you too. Well. You too. Uh, you know, this thing is, is amazing in the sense that, you know, the virus is looking to get into the lungs, so when you do have it, you know, if you have any kind of a predisposition or you know, you're elderly or what have you, it just seems to really wreak havoc. And, you know, at first I thought, hey, is the solution worse than the problem? And now that we're a couple of weeks into this thing and we're seeing these numbers spike and get geometrically worse, I mean, this is a serious thing. There's a lot of deaths with uh, the flu, a lot of deaths uh, previously with N1 and H1, but this thing really seems that when it finally finishes up, this could be really historic. Um, and I'm, I'm, you know, thankful that you and your family are doing well uh, i hope the same for the listeners but it is really it's an incredible situation it, it is it's like uh, you're right and i hope you're doing well at, and everyone out there just stay safe stay home uh and thanks for the call and you're right this is different than anything we've ever dealt with that we've we've not seen anything like this in our lifetimes nothing uh, thanks for, thanks for the call there's nothing to equate it to 
There's nothing we've dealt with that even is remotely like this. We've never been put in this position where we had to be, uh, you know, basically, you know, quarantined. We have completely shut down our economy. And to be fair, the economy under this president was doing very well. It really was. Um, That will not be the case for a while now. It was doing well. The unemployment levels were the lowest they'd been in 50 years. Um, We were seeing legitimate expansion of industry in this country. The consumer was doing well. So the economic numbers were impressive. Now we completely put a halt and this is going, with each passing week, is going to do incredible damage to our economy. But right now, until we see that we have got the first part under control, the economy doesn't even register. We'll get to that. This has now reached the point where we have got to stop people from dying. And then we'll get to the economy. And listen, the economy is going to be a hardship and we're going to lose a lot of businesses and we're going to have to support businesses. We're going to have to have the government prop up industries and businesses. Uh, We're going to have to help some of our friends. We're going to have to do a lot of different things. Um, We'll do that. We'll all get it done. We'll get the economy back. It might not take a week. It might not take a year. Whatever it takes, we'll get it done. But first, we have to get to the point where we are not losing people anymore and where people can feel the first phase of this will be to stop the rapid deaths. The second phase of this will be to have the population believe that they, if they get it, can go to the hospital and be taken care of. Right now, they don't know that. Right now, they're not sure they're going to get a hospital bed or a ventilator or, or oxygen if they get there. And if we're in a place where you have to choose to who you're going to keep alive, then we are in a place where nobody wants to be. Because those doctors don't want to play God. They don't want to decide, oh, I have to look at this guy, see how old he is, see how healthy he is, and decide which one of these two people I'm keeping alive. They don't want any part of that. And this is America. That should not happen in our world and in our, in our culture, in our civilization, in, in our society, with our, our medical advancements. That should never happen. Never happen. And we have got to stop that. And we have to use every resource we have to stop that. Then we'll attack the second part, which is the economy. And listen, you're going to hear about businesses failing. You're going to hear about people who don't have any money. We have to rush that money out. Three weeks is too long. They need to get that money out now. They got the bill done. It took a little longer than it should have. They got the bill done. Now get the money out to people. That is a relief package. That is not a stimulus package. They're not trying to stimulate the economy. They're trying to give people relief that they need. There's other things they should do. I'll talk about a couple of those tomorrow. We have an incredible number of baby boomers in this country. We have an incredible number of people who have built up a lot of money in their 401ks and in their defined benefit plans. That money should be utilized penalty-free and tax-free this year to, to restart the economy. 
to restart American businesses. We could talk more about that tomorrow. 5.30, I mean 6.30, excuse me. As we approach 6.30, um, time for us to hit, hit the road. Casamigos Tequila. Again, brought you the program as it does each and every night. Brought to you by those uh, who drink it. Stay safe. Hopefully it's a better morning when we wake up tomorrow. We'll see you then. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.